Welcome to the Resilient Mind Podcast. I'm Sam Bowler, and I'll be your co-host along with my wife, Natalie. Natalie is a licensed professional counselor in Nashville, Tennessee. She works primarily with survivors of complex trauma and specializes in dissociative disorders. The Resilient Mind is a platform for us and our guests to play our part in the bigger conversation around mental health. Specifically, we would like to raise awareness and understanding of complex trauma and dissociative disorders. So, whether you're a survivor yourself or you just stumbled upon this podcast, welcome to the conversation. We're glad you're here. Welcome to the Resilient Mind Podcast. In today's episode, Natalie is going to speak about grief and acceptance. Thanks, Sam. So um, yeah, today we're going to talk about grief and acceptance. I think a lot of people come to counseling for other people sometimes. Maybe their partner says that they really need them to deal with their issues. Or maybe it's a family member that's telling you that you really need to change because you're causing problems. Um, So people come to make their relationships better. Maybe you have been made to feel like the problem. um, And if you could just fix you, then the relationship would be okay. This can be true of relationships in your family of origin, romantic relationships, friendships, and even work situations. I think coming to therapy can bring up a lot of feelings of helplessness and powerlessness when it comes to changing relationship dynamics. You know, I think people come in initially thinking that that's something they can do, and then through therapy they realize that's not actually possible. And we can also carry this never-ending sense of hope. Hope that the relationship dynamics will change or that the other person will change. If you can just fix yourself, maybe things would be better. What I often see in therapy is people coming in believing there's something wrong with them. Um, Almost like they feel if only they could just get it right and figure out the relationship, then things could be better. But when we're in a dysfunctional or abusive relationship, we actually cannot change the other person. The belief that others will change is a very hopeful one, um, but unfortunately this hope can really keep us stuck. So I'm a really big fan of hope. In fact, I think I have a perpetual hope in people. And I really believe healing is possible no matter what your circumstances. As a therapist, a hard lesson that I have learned is that that is true. Healing is possible no matter what your circumstances, but only if you're willing to put in the painful, gut-wrenching work to heal. So by showing up in therapy, you're not just going to heal by being there. You actually have to kind of go to those painful places. So this is true of those we are in relationship with as well. So as hard as we fight, or even as much as we might submit to another person, we still cannot make them happy or change their behavior. DBT talks about something called radical acceptance, and we can begin to learn to accept things that we aren't necessarily thrilled about, 
In fact, we can actually hate that we can't change something or someone and we can still learn to accept it. And that's not something that's just a one-time thing. I think it takes doing that over and over and over again. Radical acceptance of your relationships might bring up um, pretty immense grief. I think this is why we all hold on to hope so much. Hope maybe makes us feel just a little bit more in control. To be able to accept that we cannot change another or make a relationship better can bring about a lot of feelings of helplessness and powerlessness. And I think, understandably, none of us really enjoy that feeling, so it makes sense that we endlessly put our hope in our relationships changing. Think grieving that your parents or your family were not and will never be what you need them to be can be especially painful. I think all of us would like to have the picture-perfect family, and I don't mean in a superficial way, but really truly a family where we feel closeness and connection, we feel accepted and understood, and I think that's especially true with our parents. At one point in time in childhood, we actually would not have survived without them, and I think this is part of what makes grieving parental relationships so painful. There's almost this visceral sense that we need them in order to survive. I think it can be easy to forget that you're a fully functioning adult in these situations and that you're actually fully capable of surviving on your own. Um, When I say on your own, I don't necessarily mean you can't have a relationship with someone who has continually hurt or disappointed you. However, boundaries may really be in order. And boundaries can include also emotional boundaries of not setting your expectations or hopes too high. And I think to accept things as they are makes our relationships that might be a little bit unhealthy to feel a little less like a roller coaster ride. It can be really painful to let go of that hope that one day something will change. But what happens is then we get our hopes up and get crushed with disappointment every time the person does the predictable thing of letting you down in whatever way that looks in your situation. I'm not suggesting that parents, family, partners, or friends never change. I think that does happen in some cases. I think some people have the extremely healing experience of somebody apologizing to them, owning their own stuff, and committing to change, but not everybody gets to experience that. So I think sometimes we're faced with a choice. Continue hoping, then getting let down, or accept what is, and continue to heal and grow. And so it's important that your healing is not dependent on the healing of other people. And I think something that can make this whole acceptance and grieving really challenging is that sometimes you can get that small glimmer of what you need which then of course increases hope and you really get your hopes up and think oh maybe they're finally changing maybe they're finally gonna be what they need what I need them to be and when we get our hopes up that disappointment can be much more severe and Disappointment really hurts, especially when hopes are extremely high. So grief is heavy and it's painful, and I would even say it can be excruciating. I think it can even feel like it's going to kill us. 
And I know that sounds really dramatic, but I, I really think that's what it can feel like. And I know that because I have felt some of that myself. And so I know what it's like to put never-ending hope in others. And I also now know that I can't change people or relationships. And I know that even if it feels like it's going to kill you, it doesn't. Those feelings are heavy and gut-wrenching and feel unbearable, but you can survive it. I really believe you are strong enough and you have the courage that you need. I believe in you and I also believe that grieving and finding acceptance is so worth it. So just as a reminder to all trauma survivors out there, healing really is possible no matter what your circumstances. If you don't know where to begin, just start. Starting is the first step and you can go from there. Thanks for listening today and um, we will see you next week.